Hello, you're listening, you are listening to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. Yes, the microphones are on indeed and you're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. My name is Shyam. Your tech for today and as you've seen in the post, we are we are really we really happy to host uh, Triana Iluka. Hello, we're back. Yes. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Good to good to have you back. Um, yeah, and and very very delighted that you're um, yeah, you're back in the studio with us. Well, thank you for having us. We're really yeah. excited. Yeah, and hope you're also enjoying the summer. The weather's been nice so far. Yeah, we are n- not yet quite uh, in vacation, but we're pretty busy, but soon we'll have some time off, maybe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, there is some um, pretty pretty nice news as well. You've been performing in Maastricht um, since since the last time you've been here, right? You've, you've had a couple of gigs with, um, with Intro in situ and NC. Yeah, it's been really nice. We've had um, an artist residency, so the artist residency has been like um, just an opportunity for not even just musicians specifically making music, quote unquote, but also um, soundscape makers and kind of different people experimenting with all realms of sound. Um, part of this artist residency so it's been really cool because they've given us the opportunity to have concerts there once a month it was supposed to be eight I think but because of corona we've had six or something like this and uh, yeah it's been really cool it's it's a, a really nice opportunity to to perform and rehearse and play in a big stage like it's not so big but it's a theater kind of setting stage so it's nice because we get to you know play around with the lights and play around with the um, carpets and everything so each time we we do it we have a different stage design and a different plan as to how the performance is going to be so it's been really exciting. Oh, that's fantastic! I mm. can uh, I can definitely imagine your music, indeed, uh, as well as soundscaping and um, yeah, and some of the amazing performances that you're you're mentioning. Oh, that's really cool. Just just for your audience, uh, could you could you introduce yourselves again, like uh, your, your background? You've been in Maastricht uh, for a while now, right? Yeah. So um, I'm Luca, and we are Triana and Luca, and I've been living in Maastricht for like I think two years now, soon. And I'm studying at the jazz conservatory, and I play uh, jazz guitar. And yes, so we started our project basically the day I arrived in Maastricht, <laughs> because so I, we met at a party from a mutual friend. And uh, Triana, well, she she applied to a festival, but she didn't have a band at all. So she, she asked me uh, the the day we met if I wanted to play with her, and I just said yes, and. Then from then on, at some point, we we became a band. Fantastic. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> how it goes, yeah. Yeah, I've been here for five years, so or four. So I'm, my Dutch is a little bit better. <laughs> 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 my Dutch is getting there. <laughs> it will, it's, it, is, it is tricky in Maastricht, I think, to learn Dutch as well, because you hear so many, um, so, so many dialects. And then, mm. yeah, what you learn is then a very... Yeah, very filtered Dutch, and then yeah, then all the dialects are like, hmm. This <laughs> guy's tricky. I, I I get it. Yeah, yeah, very difficult. And we were last uh, last week playing in in Amersfoort in the in the north, and we couldn't understand anything what they were saying in what's supposed to be real Dutch because we we're so accustomed to the dialect that we don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I think. Uh, the Limburg accent is something we've gotten used to and also specifically like Maastricht, like the the dialect here. So it's it's a ride. I think Dutch is very interesting because we would love to at one point like learn it and maybe even be able to sing it. But to be able to go from one step to the other step, it's a, a mountain climb. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now we mainly sing in in Spanish and English, and sometimes in Portuguese. Um, actually, well, we don't really sing in English, but 
we should sing in english we we have one poem in in english and um we mainly try and and use spanish and portuguese because they're the languages that at least spanish both luca and i grew up with we grew up speaking um spanish with our families despite the fact that i'm canadian uh so i grew up in canada but with a mexican family and luca is from luxembourg so he's spanish and luxembourgish so it's uh i mean luca speaks like six languages but at least for me it's spanish is really the the family language that i grew up speaking in so it's uh it's the mother tongue that we use also in music cool cool cool, cool. oh yeah oh yeah i actually didn't um well yeah my 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 linguistics is not that that high but yeah i didn't realize you sing in uh, portuguese as well it's super interesting yeah, yeah we do i mean it's um especially brazilian music is what uh, we're a little bit closer to um stylistically and i mean i, I really love uh, brazilian traditional music and and that's why we play because we like it fantastic no no but this is also how uh, to be uh, to be honest here like i i do not know much about music so yeah and i I'm, i'm guessing a lot of our audience are also not professionals in music and you obviously have a deep understanding of the of the subject so yeah um yeah breaking it down like this definitely helps uh, i think i think yeah. yeah i think that's the most important part which we also try and bring across in our performances and in the way that we make music is like just because we sing in Spanish doesn't mean that a non-Spanish speaker shouldn't be able to connect to our music on some level some level or shouldn't be able to um kind of understand the story or the feeling behind something and i think this applies just as well for somebody who maybe doesn't listen to music so often but perhaps it resonates with them the fact that like everyone has um some kind of family heritage whether or not they they you know they knew their grandparents or they didn't or they do everyone has ancestors and everyone like can touch into that curiosity i think we touch into it through music specifically and saying like okay what are the traditional music that maybe our our grandmothers used to sing or that come from like our uh not ethnicity but like our cultural background and i think everyone can t- touch into that everyone can then look up a recipe or something that's being lost because it's not just in music i think it's in everything we're losing touch with the traditional side of of cultural knowledge because of globalization and because of the easy access to all of the exciting things that come with learning and having everything at the touch of your fingertips so you kind of forget to learn about what is in your uh vicinity like what is in your not necessarily blood but in your like family or in your your home so i think it's a I think it's a message that even if you don't know anything about music or anything about Spanish music that I would I would hope that some people resonate with it on some kind of level. Absolutely and I and I also like the um the diffusion you guys make with different music styles. Um yeah, I think I think the audience will hear uh, yeah, some of some of your music uh live I'm guessing today. At least that's part of the plan. Uh, sure. I mean that's the thing I I I guess we ourselves we don't get the music either 100% like when will you get uh, the theory and the culture and the instrument 100% I guess uh, never we could strive for it maybe but um that's like not the point that everyone maybe understands what we're doing if we ourselves don't understand completely what we're doing we're just trying to have fun convey an emotion and do something meaningful and and beautiful i think that's that's the goal perfect perfect no i think that's uh, that's very similar in attitude what we have at student radio as well so to our listeners you probably know you sometimes hear us making some mistakes and you know bits missing here and there but yeah that um, yeah to me as well like having fun is 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 primary and then um, yeah like i said yeah at the end of the day we do make something uh, something nice and and beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> from from what i've heard so far <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, would you like to say um 
Yeah, something else about your your, your latest tracks or okay. shall we play a bit? Yeah. Let's play first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're gonna play first a song which we made, and it's called Colibri, which we found out is the same in Dutch as it is in Spanish. So Colibri for the English speakers is uh. Colibri? Colibri? Oh my god, what is it in English? It's a hummingbird. Uh-huh. Oh, hummingbird. It's a hummingbird. Uh-huh. Oh, beautiful. So it's a, it's a traditional music style called a joropo, which is um, actually really Venezuela, Venezolano, Venezuelan and Colombian. So they kind of share this music style um, in what is called like llanero, musica llanera. And so actually you play it depending on which region you're from, whether you're from the sea or whether you're from the plains, you either play it with a harp um, or with an accordion. Oh. So it's a, it's an interesting thing because uh, you can, just by listening to the music, you already know whether the people playing it are from the sea or from the plains. Amazing, and it's the same music. It's just different instruments. Yeah, there's yeah. there's differences, but mm. ma- like the main differences are those instruments and uh, the guitar-looking instrument that Luca has here, which obviously you cannot see on the radio, is uh, not a ukulele. Um, I guess you'll hear how it sounds. Yeah, I also thought it was mm-hmm. a ukulele. But oh, it is not. Right. <laughs> and I'm glad you're mentioning this because you know, the audience can't see. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like the the m- m- traditional main uh, instrument from Venezuela. It's basically like a big ukulele or a small guitar with four strings and uh, kind of a strange tuning that I still need to get used to. And it's called a cuatro because it means four in Spanish. Again, very original name. <laughs> and that's the main instrument I uh, used to play this this cool. Venezuelan Colombian music. Solo pa' verte a ti Solo pa' verte a ti 
solo para verte a ti. 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 Lloro para verte a ti. Solo para verte a ti. Solo para verte a ti. Solo Thank you very much. Oh, that was absolutely fantastic. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting a, um, a, a, how do you call it, an upbeat, fast tune. Oh, we came with surprises. <laughs> yeah, very much, very much, very much. Oh, I loved it. I loved it, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you, if you want to say a bit more about the song and music, uh, please. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, it's a, usually, actually, we play this um, in a quartet. So we play, me and Luca, Luca sings and plays the cuatro, I sing because I do not play instruments right now, <laughs> and Gustavo, Jaramillo Pimentel, our good friend, <laughs> he plays... Shout out. Shout out. He plays uh, maracas on this song, so uh, maracas, maybe people don't know what they are, but they're the kind of shakers, so the things ah. that go... And there's many different, that was a terrible impression, but there's many different types of them. And uh, specifically in Colombia and Venezuela, they're extremely good at playing these things. I highly suggest uh, anyone who doesn't know what they are to Google some Venezuelan maraqueros. And we play this song also a bit with uh, Manuel Luque, our contrabass double bassist. So shout out that. Um, yeah, and yeah, we're going to be playing with them on to Friday also for our concert, for our last final, final concert. We're going to be playing with them um, at Ainsi. Well, when you say last final, is it the last final for... For your uh, residency? Yeah, yeah. Last, last concert for our residency and for a while in Maastricht. So oh, Maastricht we're definitely going, miss you. Yeah, <laughs> we're going on a little bit of a summer vacation. And this is kind of our, our big final concert for the season, let's say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that, that, that's good to hear. So there's still uh, some, some possibility that you'll be back. Um, oh, definitely. Summer, yeah. Well, we're, we'll be back, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and you, you got any travel plans? You, you're going to go traveling a little bit enjoying the summer. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> wow. Right after. Quite deserve a vacation right now. Been working really hard and we're leaving to Granada in Spain uh, next week. Yeah. Into and the sun. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. And this Saturday we go to Lux. It's not really a vacation, but so we play on Friday and Saturday we go directly in the morning to Luxembourg. And we play uh, a showcase festival there. Uh, Lucas from Luxembourg, so I guess it's not so much a vacation, but for me, it's always a vacation to go to Luxembourg. I think. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a nice, that's a nice, nice way of putting it. And indeed, yeah. So you you want you'll be taking a break from uh, from playing music as well, or would you be? Definitely not. But nice? uh, at least in in Maastricht, yes. Sure, sure, for, sure. Yeah. For the summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you will be performing around, uh, maybe in Spain or somewhere in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're um, in September, in the August 29th, we come back, we have a festival here in Helen. Uh-huh. Or Helen. Helen, yeah. Helen or Helen. <laughs> it's about 20 minutes. One of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then in September, we have lots of concerts, uh, but July is beach time. July is beach time. I, I fully agree. I fully agree. And and when I say beach, there has to be warm water. It can't be cold water beach. Yeah. That's that's not sure. my my definition. Are of you going beach. on vacation? No, actually, I just came back from a, from a festival, a fusion uh, festival. So yeah, it's also um, well, I was working part of the crew, so it was a bit like a working holiday. And I think um, yeah, met a lot of artists, and um, yeah, I think cool. it's a way to go. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> I think I think after going after being part of a crew at a festival, having backstage access, yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> after, I, I, I don't think I'm ever going to a festival as a, as a visitor. <laughs> oh my goodness! <coughs> Free drinks. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you get uh, oh, not just that. It's also a lot more benefits, like uh, yeah. like clean showers or like um, yes, yeah, good food. Definitely, we make the food, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's that's definitely the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and also with uh, with meeting artists and stuff. I mean, it's not that I knew any particular artist, but it's always nice to um, to sit and have a chat with an artist or like with a group as to how did they come here, how did they end up there, and like how were the logistics, for example. Because yeah, there's of course a lot more to a festival than what um, what the audience see. Sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like yeah. like the whole setup, like the setting up of a festival itself takes around about a month, month and a half. Wow. And so, yeah, for a for a festival with a capacity of seventy thousand, you need around ten thousand people, fifteen thousand people as crew. So, oh my god, oh my yeah, they also need okay. to be, yeah, need need food and um, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> is, pretty is, next level. Yeah, it is. It is. I think really uh, sc- scaled up kind of um, yeah, kind of work, party, mm. fun, <laughs> <laughs> all all packed into one. <laughs> and yeah also also with the weather it wasn't uh, it was it was kind of similar we had sun rain cold everything <laughs> welcome to the netherlands <laughs> yeah 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 very much very much very much except that there, there, there were lakes but there were no no warm beaches so i think no, um, that's, that's sad yeah <laughs> that's something uh we will have to think about maybe <laughs> in the near future before this summer ends. Yeah, and I hope this summer is much better than last year, right? Last year was quite rainy. Um, some floods in Germany as well. Uh, that's why we take no chances. We, we leave. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If my house floods, I won't be in it. So at least uh, <laughs> we're away. <laughs> yeah, keep all your all your music instruments high above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want them floating in the water. But yeah, yeah. I think we're we've been working a lot in the last um, months, and also with this residency, um, basically the um, what we told the intro. What we wanted to do is. Um, um, compose and um, arrange a whole EP. So we started out uh, wanting to do six songs. I think we did five, which was pretty good. Like basically composed from scratch most of the things. Maybe some were a bit recycled from previous uh, arrangements or, or lyrics or poems. And it was a lot of work and I think pretty crazy to do that in six months but we have achieved it and if you want to listen to those songs we're gonna play them all on a Friday at 8.30 in in Ainsey and for the first time basically um, all of them and there's gonna be quite some surprises I think um, we're gonna bring a, a choir I think there's 10 singers to perform one of the songs and we're gonna bring a, st- a string quartet, so a violin, a vi- uh, two violins, a viola, and a cello. And also, we're gonna have a special guest called uh, Laia Escartin. She's she's from uh, Barcelona, and she lives in in Rotterdam now. So she's coming to play with us to open the evening, and it's gonna be great. Let's yeah. see if we play well with her because we're not going to rehearse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's really interesting as well. Yeah, so what we are hearing here is uh, is just a slight preview of the of the big event. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a teaser, acoustic uh, duo version of the songs, but mm-hmm. bit of a teaser. We want to don't we don't want to give away too much, but I like it. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a good evening. So yeah, yeah indeed. If, if if you want to have the the full experience, uh, it will have to be on on Friday at nine thirty. You said at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah. Friday, July eighth at eight thirty. That ain't see. And the um, the entrance is actually free for uh, art and music students. It's eight euro for normal students, and I think the normal ticket prices are twelve. However, if uh, people message us and 
RSVP in advance, then it's free for everyone. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you can find us also Triana Iluka on Instagram and Facebook uh, or other platforms. And yeah, message us, and that's the ticket information. Basically. I think I think you'll make a lot of friends very soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. The friends are always good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially here. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. True, 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 true. And yeah. yeah, that's why that's why the episode was also called Triana Iluka and Friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think part of the goal with this concert was to play, of course, our songs, but play them really uh, enhanced with the musicians that we're very lucky to be able to play with because on our on our EP when we were recording we had um, the string quartet who recorded with us on the EP and they're going to come and play at the concert it's the same musicians uh, except for the for the cellist who's uh, a new stand-in but it's very cool it's very cool to to be able to play um, with people from the classic conservatory and then at the same time also play with basically all of the singers uh, from the jazz conservatory will be there singing with us not all of them but most of them so it's pretty cool it's a, it's a nice mix of, of um, amazing musicians who are accompanying us in, in this music making this fantastic voyage beautiful yeah. journey yeah <laughs> No, I, I, I'm also glad I'm, uh, I can be somehow a part of this and able to get like first-hand preview here in the studio. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just to remind you, this is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. Thank you very much, uh, RTV, for letting us use your studios. And you're listening to Triana Iluka, who have been giving um, yeah, some really nice little teasers here of their, uh, of their coming up show on Friday. So, yeah. I think I think something nice is coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
que el oro que yo caro en el cuello me pesa Píntame de añil que el oro que yo caro en el cuello me pesa la, 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 la. If you're listening to the audience here, we are able to have studio audience. If you want to come by and check out some live music, sometimes when we have a live performance, you're more than welcome to join in. Oh, wow, that's amazing. I yeah, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, you can bring your friends. We didn't in. know that. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Wow. Well, we couldn't do it for a long time because of COVID, and then that became the norm. I mean, for the past two and a half years or so. Um, yeah, in the, before that, we used to have people in the studio, but not necessarily with music, but more about people who want to, who are just curious about being on the radio. So, if you want to come check out the studio, oh, cool! Yeah. Next time we'll bring uh, some friends. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then maybe yeah. they're also inspired to 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 be on the radio. Great. Yeah. Good cool. to know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say something about the story of this song, Triana? Sure, yeah. So uh, this song that we just played, it's called Malinche. Um, and Malinche is the name of a real historical figure. She was an indigenous Olmeca woman um, from what is now known as Mexico. Um And basically, she is colloquially known as Hernán Cortés's translator. Um, Hernán Cortés, for those of you who may not know, uh, is a was a colonizer, a Spanish colonizer who who uh, came to what is now Mexico. And she was a very intelligent woman. She was. Uh, an indigenous woman and also a slave like really uh, so they kind of sold her to the conquistador people because she was so smart and because she knew so many languages obviously she learned Spanish um, and became not only Hernán Cortés's translator but also his like concubine if you wish to call it that um, so yeah it was a, a the The lyrics that I wrote for this are, are kind of an apology to her um, in terms of it's not really her fault that she was just a really smart woman uh, and that she knew many languages and it's not really her fault that she gets blamed um, for really being the the kind of the reason why the, the Spanish were able to, to convince the, the Moctezuma empire To, to fall anyway this is kind of the historical background behind uh, what what 
story Malinche had and her presence and how she now there's books written about her and things written about her um you know she's this at, at the end of the day the lyrics that um that I wrote they say they named you Malinche but your name was really Malinantzin because that was her indigenous name Malinantzin which means uh goddess of the herbs goddess of the of the healing plants um and they put Malinche as in her like um apodo como se dice apodo her nickname her nickname like her derogatory nickname is Malinche but her name was really Malinantzin and uh then her catholic name was maria <laughs> so yeah very interesting story and and i and i wrote this poem uh, a long time ago it's much longer and then uh when i met luca we transformed it into something completely new um in terms of a song and yeah i think it's it's an interesting thing because maybe if you don't speak spanish the song seems kind of happy Uh, because it's not necessarily sad, but I think the message behind it uh, has an intention to be quite serious. Um, but yeah, I think she's she was beautiful. I think if you had to survive this and live this, you had to be a very strong person. So I, I, yeah, I like this song. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a powerful story, and it's really nice that you explain it as well. Like. Uh, indeed, like I said, with if if I don't know Spanish and the lyrics, so yeah, it sounds absolutely beautiful. And yeah, I think in general, I assume songs have a have a positive note to it. So when I listen to music, it's always nice. And yeah, but it's also nice to hear—not nice to, but also how do you say? Like it's it's very informative what you say about mm. the background of the song, and then learn a bit about the history as well. Yeah, I mean, and, I think yeah. um, even if you don't understand the history you don't know the history i i hope uh the lyrics are also interesting in in uh, the chorus it says pintame de añil porque el hoyo el oro que yo cargo en mi cuello me pesa which in english would be translated to paint me añil which is uh blue mm. color blue paint paint me blue indigo um because the gold that I carry on my neck weighs me down. Oh, beautiful. And so this is kind of a metaphor for, like, añil is a traditional pigment, which is made by the indigenous people in Mexico and in Guatemala also. Um, and it's a traditional pigment that you make out of a plant. Um, and it's this is where all of the blue in the world comes from. It comes from there, basically. Uh, so... Yeah, it's interesting for me. It's like a it's like a message of saying, yeah, the 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 gold of the of the empire that I now wear as as a as a colonizer is not what I want. I want to go back to to that. So yeah, to the blue. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Neil is also the word for blue in Hindi. So I'm guessing it might have similar roots, uh, like from back in the days of trading. Um, wow. the, the indigo plant. Um, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, so I think this 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 poem and song you wrote has a lot a lot deeper meaning. Wow, it's, yeah, uh, cool. it's, it's really nice. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's why we make music. It's not like we can talk about the message for hours and our inspirations and this and that. But I think the beauty in music and in art in general is in the eye of the beholder, like you often say. Like people can understand something completely different from what your think it is, what you think your song is about, and that's I think the beauty of it. That you know, maybe it's in Spanish, maybe it's uh, about añil. Maybe for you it means something different. For everyone it means something different, and I think all those meanings together make uh, together the essence of uh, of the song of whatever art it is. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't think we'll be able to understand the meaning of a song by just translating it, right? It's, it's really nice when you explain the mm. the background of the poem and the, and the mm. lyrics. Mm. Yeah, and then we wrap it up beautifully in a song. Then it's something people can remember. I often, sometimes, I often think, um, I wish my teachers would use music to teach uh, some other subject like history or something. Mm. Maybe it's a better way of remembering. <laughs> For sure. Oof. 
Fantastic. still remember I still remember stuff from I went to an art school, like an arts high school. So we had always the option instead of doing like math tests, we could sometimes get away with, you know, writing a song about the the topic <laughs> to explain it instead of doing a math test. <laughs> wow. Which is why I don't know anything about math now. However, there's still a lot of stuff not math that I related that I still remember because of those songs I think so there music you go. There stays you go. in your memory and it stays in your body and it stays even through your through your genes I think like sometimes when I listen to uh, for when I listen to to Arabic music for example I don't speak Arabic whatsoever uh, but I know that I have um, family that came from there because I know that I have family from the south of Spain and Al-Andalus and all of this thing. So sometimes when I listen to Arabic music, I'm like, okay, I don't understand anything, but there's something in me that recognizes something, whether it's the message, whether it's the the yeah, I don't the the scale. Something the is recognized in my in my. Um, my spiritual memory or something so i think it, it, we it all resonates have that. Yeah. yeah 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 no i i see what you mean oh fantastic <laughs> yeah it, yeah all right yeah thank you thank you very <laughs> much uh, tia triana tiana e luca thank you thank you for having <laughs> thank us you. here yeah yeah ah, so we are yeah we have around 15 minutes left uh, if you, if you if you want to play something else or um <laughs> yeah I think we could play one more song. Another um, teaser? Yeah. Uh, not s- this one is not a teaser, but maybe it could be. Ooh. Um, it's a song we released, actually the first one, song ever we released. Um, when was it? A couple of two months ago, I think it was. And yeah, it's been a, quite a trajectory to arrive to releasing a song because probably six months ago I had no idea how a song goes from being written on paper or to a, a Spotify playlist. So now I, I kind of know, I hope so, I hope that I know. <laughs> and yes, I definitely heard, uh, learned a lot and so it was also the first song we recorded in the studio. And yeah, we can play it for you. It's called Ay Amor. I am or ah we have played um, played the song on yeah. the radio yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, super it's, it's I have my my phone here with the lyrics because I still don't know the lyrics <laughs> after endless rehearsals he knew the li- just to be clear he knew the lyrics at one point but we've just played it so many times that the lyrics begin to get. Jumbled up. He knew the lyrics. He did know the lyrics. They're confusing, and I'm not really They're smart. Com- so. <laughs> también también el dolor en ti todo mi desconsuelo y también 
mi canción de sufrir. Pero hay amor si te llevas mi alma. Déjame también el alma sentir. Sí. Solo queda en mí Dolor y vida Ay amor No me dejes Thank you very much for what you were listening to there. It's indeed Triana Iduka live on RT 107.5 FM. Thank you very much for all these, um, uh, for your, um, yeah, for, for your tunes. And um, yeah, I have to say, it's not very often that uh, that that we have a live version of uh, the songs we play uh, on the radio <laughs> here, because sometimes we do play your songs. And yeah, if, if, if you want to say something else, uh, we have... Uh, about 10 minutes left, you don't have to go all the way, but yeah. Yeah, because the song is actually a cover from an artist called Bola de Nieve, which means uh, sm- snowball. And it's funny because he's a really big black dude. Uh, his name is Snowball, it's kind of funny. But yeah, so the first song we released is a, a cover, just to... Yeah, we, we like the song and... Um, so now we're we're shooting for the stars with our EP and uh, well all the five songs on it are totally or original compositions that we did in the last six months in our residency in Intro in situ. And yeah, I think it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, we're super excited. For now you can only listen to Ay Amor is the only song that we have on Spotify, but you can find us on Spotify, it's just Triana y Luca Ay Amor. Um, and it's also on YouTube and on YouTube we will upload uh, the EP when it, when it's ready to to get released so we're super excited about that it's hopefully going to be in um, in fall of this year and from so on so 
Yeah, the the horizons have a lot of, of music on the way. I think this summer we're also going to use it for composing some new things and Wow, we're, we're very excited. So for now, it's it's Friday's our big day, the concert uh, that we have at Intro in C2 at 8.30 in A&C. Um, and we're very excited, so it's it's going to be a nice evening. Cool. Are you, are you also recording the um, the concert or like the songs from the concert? Is that also, also going to be released? Yeah, yeah we'll we'll be playing we'll be playing all the songs from the EP which we recorded live right. on Friday, this Friday, and we'll also be playing some other songs because uh, we have our invited artist uh, Laia Scartin coming from Rotterdam and Barcelona. Yeah, she's a very good uh, viola violin uh, singer. Shout out! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so she's, we're gonna play some songs with her. We might play Ayamor, for example, with her, cool, <laughs> and cool. do a little, little bit of a different live version. So, yeah, I think we're gonna have video for all of this concert also, which we'll uh, use in some point in the future. So it's it's gonna be exciting. Super nice to hear. Super nice to hear. Mm. All right. Um, I think we've got just about enough time to announce a few, a few events happening uh, this weekend. So there is one at uh, the Caldecher, which is in the backside of the Landbo Belang on the riverside. This one is called uh, OHK Takes Over Caldecher at 2200 hours um, at 10 o'clock at night. And the Kratos will be visiting the Caldecher on Saturday at 10 o'clock. And before we go, if you have any last words, um, do you want to say anything? Anything you want. <laughs> well, thank you t- for having us here on the yeah. Student Radio. It's been amazing as always. Uh, we have a lot of fun and hopefully next time uh, you can come here and listen to it live. That would be, that would be beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. We'd love to play with a little bit of an audience. That would be very, very nice because I think for us it's super important to have like um, always an intimate um, setting. Even when we're playing bigger concerts or when we're playing festivals, we try and make it as intimate as possible. So having some people coming to listen. Yeah, it would be super cute. Absolutely. No, I sometimes do wonder when we have artists in the studio. I'm like, hmm, must be maybe it's not as nice for the artist that there's no audience, or at least you can't see our audience, um, your audience rather. I, I imagine everyone uh, finishing their dinner now and listening because yeah, or, or yeah, fair enough. This is like touch dinner, no. It's definitely dinner time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. And um, finishing up dinner or enjoying enjoying something in the sun. Yeah, uh, listening to the radio, uh, driving around. I imagine their spirits yeah. and they inspire me to sing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah. It's, it's been super nice. Thank you so much for for having us. It's it's great to have an opportunity to share uh, our music and yeah, have a space to do so on the radio for us. It's really really nice. Perfect. All right, then stay tuned. We will be back with some more funky stuff on Student Radio Maastricht. So, until then, thank thank you. you.